everybody. Good day to you. It is great to be with you again. I'm going to go ahead now and just invite you into a time of worship. And uh, we just want to encourage you to engage with God and whatever He would have for you here now as we sing. So here we go. Two, three, and four. Walls between us by the cross, he came, broke them down, he broke them down. And there were chains around us by your grace, we are no longer bound, no longer bound. You call me out of the grave, you call me into the light, you call my name, and then my heart came alive. Love is greater, your love is stronger, your love awakens, awakens, awakens. Your love is greater, your love is stronger, your love awakens, awakens, awakens me. Alright, feel the darkness shaking. Darkness shaking, all the dead are coming back to life, back to life. Hear the song awaken, all creation singing, we're alive, God, cause you're alive. You call me out of the grave, you call me into the light, you call my name, and then my heart came alive. Your love is greater, your love is stronger, your love awakens, awakens, awakens. Your love is greater, your love is stronger, your love awakens, awakens, awakens me. And what a love we found, death can't hold us down. Shout it out, we're alive, cause you're alive, and what a love we found, death can't hold us down. We shout it out, we're alive, cause you're alive, and what a love we found, death can't hold us down. We shout it out, we're alive, cause you're alive. Your love is greater, your 
Courage, and when I was afraid, 
you lifted me up. You lifted me up. God, you lifted me up. You lifted me up. Oh, you lifted me up. God, you lifted me up. So we sing. God with us, God for us, nothing can come against, and no one can stand between us, God with us, God for us, nothing can come against, no one can stand between us. God, we just want to close out this time of worship now with just a prayer of gratitude. We thank you, Lord, that the promise still stands, the truth stands, that nothing can separate us from your love, God. Nothing can separate us from your witness. You are always with us. You're always here. You're closer than the air we breathe, and God, that means that your perfect love for us is closer than the air we breathe. And that is a promise that is recorded in Scripture. So Lord, we come before you now and we just close our time by saying thank you. There's nothing we could do to make you love us more. There's nothing we could do to make you love us less, God. We are just sealed and accepted in you by your love. So God, thank you. Be with each person who is here joining us today. That they would go about their day, they go about their week. Living from this place of knowing how much they are loved and accepted by you. God, thank you. And it is in your perfect name. Amen. Hey, what's up, guys? Corey Willoughby, student pastor here at Oklahoma Christian Church. Good to see you guys today. Today, we're going to jump into another parable of Jesus. And so to remind us, a parable is a short story that has a point, and it's one of the main ways that Jesus would teach, whether it was to crowds of thousands or just to his small group of disciples. And so these stories always have some kind of important message that he is trying to teach them in a way that they would understand. Now, today's parable talks about using the talents and the gifts that God has given us so that we can help everyone find and follow Jesus. And the main point from today is that God gives us the talents and the gifts that we have so that we can use them to share Jesus with other people. Now, our parable today is called the parable of the talents. Some of your Bibles may say the parable of the three servants, and you'll understand that when we get into it. And so what we see is, again, Jesus finds himself with the opportunity to teach other people something about the kingdom of God. Now, in this moment, though, it's not a crowd of hundreds or thousands that he is teaching, but we see him teaching his small group, which is the disciples. And in Matthew chapter 24 and 25, Jesus teaches several parables to show them some more of what is going to come with the kingdom of God and help them understand and prepare for what is going to happen. And so for this parable, there's one thing that we need to understand and be clear on before we jump into it so we don't get confused. What we're going to see in this, in this parable is this word talent. 
Now, during this time and when Jesus is teaching, a talent is a, a, a thing of money. Now, for this parable, one thing that we need to understand and be clear on so that we don't get confused is the use of this word talent. And we're going to see this word talent come up a lot in today's parable. And so we need to know that during this time, a talent was an amount of money. And so as we go through this parable, when you hear the word talent, don't think of an ability or a skill like the talent of being a good artist, the talent of being a good athlete, or having the talent and the ability to juggle. Don't, don't think of that kind of stuff. But the idea is the same. The gifts, the talents, the, the things, whether it's monetary or ability, the gifts and the talents that God gives to us should be used to help people find and follow Jesus. And so let's jump in. in the parable of the talents in Matthew chapter 24, starting in verse 15, Jesus starts off telling this story. He says that there's a master who's getting ready to go off on a trip. Now, before he leaves and goes on this trip, he brings some of his servants in to give them some responsibilities. So he calls in his servants and he leaves them in charge. He gives his talents, his money, to the servants in the amounts of five talents, two talents, and one talent. Okay? So the first guy takes his five talents after the master leaves, he puts them to work, and he makes five more. The servant who has two talents, he takes those, he puts those to work, he makes two more. And the servant who was given one talent, he goes out and he buries it in the ground, and then it remains the same. doesn't get better, but it also doesn't get worse. And so Jesus continues the story, and he says when the master comes back, he wants to see what's happened in his absence. He calls in the servants, and he gets them together because he wants to hear a report. He wants to hear what they've done in his absence with the gifts that he left them in charge of, how they carried out their responsibilities that he gave them. And so the first servant comes in, the one who was given five talents, and he says, okay, so I took the five talents that you gave me. I put them to work. I made five more. Here are ten talents. And the master says, well done, that's great. Because you did well in that, I will give you more responsibilities. Let's go celebrate. The second servant comes in and he says, you gave me two talents. I took those. I made two more. So here's four talents. And again, the master says, that's great. Well done. Good job. Because you were good with this responsibility, I will now give you more responsibility. Let's go and let's celebrate. And then there's the last servant. And he comes in and he says, okay, so you gave me one talent and here's what I did. I went out and I buried it because I know you are a tough master. I was afraid to lose it. I was afraid that I wouldn't do well with it. And so I brought it back. Here is your one talent. I didn't increase it, but I also didn't lose it. And look at what the master responds with in Matthew chapter 25, starting in verse 26. It says, but the master replied, you wicked and lazy servant. If you knew I harvested crops I didn't plant and gathered crops I didn't cultivate, why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? At least I could have gotten some interest on it. Then he ordered, take the money from this servant and give it to the one with the 10 bags of silver. To those who use well what they are given, even more will be given and they will have an abundance. But from those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. Now throw this useless servant into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. 
Okay, so if you haven't connected the dots yet, here's what it is. In this story, the master is God, and we are the servants. And so what this comes down to, the point that Jesus is making is that God has given you gifts and talents to be used to further his kingdom. He's given you abilities to do things so that you will be able to go out and meet people and help them see who Christ is. And God expects us to put our talents and our abilities and our gifts to work. The things that you're good at, the things that are skills that you have, the things that, that maybe just come naturally to you or the things that you work on developing, those are all things God has given you so that we can use those abilities to go out and tell people about him. The entire point of this story is that we are to take the things God has blessed us with, turn those around to bless others, but do that in the name of God. Not, not to go out and do good things and make a name for ourselves and go, hey, did you guys see what I did? That was awesome. I'm a pretty cool guy. I'm a good person. No, the point is to do good things so that other people will be able to see who God is and see that God has given them gifts and abilities as well. God has given each one of us different talents and skills and gifts for us to use for his kingdom. And now before you say, well, oh, uh, that, 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 that doesn't include me, that, that doesn't mean me, I, I don't really have any gifts, I'm not really good at anything, I, I struggle with a lot of stuff. No. Now, check out what Peter says in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. He says, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. You have gifts and talents that are given to you by God. Now, how or if we use those God-given gifts, man, that's up to us. We choose how to use the talents and the abilities that we have. We can use them to either make a name for ourselves, draw attention to us, make people think that we are this big, awesome, whatever, or we can use those gifts and abilities to point people to the God that gave those things to us in the first place. So we can make ourselves known through the use of our gifts and abilities, or we can make God known the creator and giver of all good things. God has given us gifts and talents so that we can go out and use them to help everyone find and follow Jesus. You have gifts. Explore them. Use them. But will you glorify God with them? Hey, we're glad you guys joined us today for this. We want to let you guys know that we've got some cool things coming up. Tailgate Thursdays are happening every Thursday in July, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. here on OCC's campus out in the parking lot. So show up, bring your friends, family, whatever. Bring some food to eat on and all that good stuff. we got some games happening, cornhole, can jam, spike ball, all that stuff. So come, ready to have a good time. High schoolers, after the last Tailgate Thursday on July 30th, we are going to be doing a high school movie night. We're going to be hanging out after the tailgate is over and doing a movie here on campus outdoors as long as the weather is good. So be ready for that. It's going to be a good time. Middle schoolers, we've got events coming up in August for you as well. We've got a pool party happening. High schoolers, we got a slip and slide happening. And so be on the lookout for dates for that stuff. It's going to be awesome. And so we are excited to see you guys. We thank you guys for checking in with us today. We look forward to seeing you at Tailgate Thursdays. Share this video with someone who needs to hear it. We love you. and We'll see you guys later.